You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 390. What Starfinger touches. And welcome to episode 390 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and I am I, I clearly time-traveling. Are you? Yes, because five years ago, on this very date, we were, mm. re- we were recording an episode of the show, mm-hmm. and I think I was complaining about the fact that we had just hit spring, and then a sudden snowfall. Oh, flashback, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's exact, and and it was funny because I was thinking of this today, and then you know Facebook shows you the memories of, and and it it was a picture that I took out of out our front window that was just Mm. seriously, and um, (laughs) and it was all Kramer's fault because he had put away his snow shovels, so I'm I'm fairly sure that he's done that again, probably, probably. Yeah. So once again, I'm blaming Matt. Oh, okay, that's cool. Of course, he would tell me that's racist, but nevertheless, blaming Matt for things is not racist. It's a way of life. (laughs) Yeah. So so that's uh, that's uh, in a nutshell what I got. Okay, that's what you got. Okay. And I am Darren Will and I am I guess um, I will be um, Animaniac Boy because I've been watching Animaniacs all day. It's on the U.S. Netflix. Paul's very upset it's not on the yeah. Canadian little, Netflix little, yet. Yeah, a little bitter, a little bitter. A little bitter, but uh, yeah, I've been, I've been wacko, yakoing and dotting it up, so you know, it is what it is. Good uh, times, kids, good times. It's time, for, <laughs> it's time for Animaniac Stew. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> ba, ba, bumbies, ma, ma, Oh my God! Oh, Slappy the squirrel. What is the problem with that child? Anyway, <laughs> I love Slappy. Oh, I could talk about. It. We could do an Animaniacs cast. Take a drink. Hey. Um, oh wait, <laughs> I just did. <laughs> All right. Oh, do an Animaniacs uh, <clears throat> podcast, but you know. You know. Yeah, no, we'll leave that for another day. I think. In indeed, indeed. So, um, uh, Legion news. Well, of course there is none. 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 I haven't seen a flight ring on TV in a couple of weeks, so... Not at all. <laughs> but there have been flight rings. Yes. Yes, there have been. There's going to be stuff. There you, is going to be stuff. You don't, you don't show the gun in Act 1. I'm oh, telling Chekhov. you. Chekhov's rule. Yes. Exactly, exactly. He, nuclear vessels. Um, <laughs> Not that Chekhov. <laughs> wait, <Not> what? <laughs> it wasn't his gun? No, it wasn't his gun. His gun would go zing. God damn it. All right. Um, do the pew pew thing and we do the zing, whatever their exactly. effect was back yes, in the day. There would definitely be pew pewing. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, yeah, no, we've, we've done the stump, so we are. Yeah, we, you stumped me last week, so let's not stump me again. I, I can't because I don't, I don't have the questions. Yay. Um, oh, wait, but I do have uh, a note that I didn't get to read, and this is from a. This is actually from about a month back, and uh, ah. I just haven't had the thing with me to do this. Uh, but from Brad Dade, uh, he says, "Greetings. Just wanted to drop a line and say how much I'm enjoying your podcast. I've been collecting, Yay. I've been collecting comics for well over 25 years. Up until so the like, he's like us, basically. Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, up until the new 52, I'd argue I was mainly a DC guy. 
I had tried the odd issue of Legion over the years, but it never did anything for me. Likely because, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, one has to find just the right spot to try Legion, or it can get confusing fast. Yes. When I first started following comics, the five year later story was just starting. It looked intriguing, but as someone that had never even heard of the Legion at that point, I got lost very fast. I can see that. Yep, yep. I can see that too. Uh, so I decided this year I'd finally give the Legion a fair try. After doing some research, I decided the Great Darkness Saga was where I was going to start. An excellent starting point. Uh, we would all agree about yeah. that. Um, and of course, considering it's the gateway for most. Yeah. Um, and of course, I've been loving every minute reading these books. Currently on issue 50 of the Baxter series. Ooh. Ooh. Some, um, some, that, that's an issue where shiznit goes down. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, <clears throat> after doing some research... Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um... Uh, currently on issue 50 of the Baxter series, I could go into a very long letter into into what I'm lo- uh, what I'm loving, but I think I'll save those thoughts for another time. Don't know if you've covered this before, uh, but Comixology has a lot of Legion on their site, and yes. they have. They, they, yes. they're, and they're adding more all the time, and that's awesome. It is awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so um, um, he says, the art looks amazing on my iPad, and the vast amount of characters and colors simply pop. Yeah, he's, uh, he's totally right. Um, poppy, poppy. Yep. While following the Baxter series and your podcast, I've noticed something. Uh-oh. Your coverage of books that were out at the time of these issues were released is giving me a huge desire to get into some 80s DC books. Yes! <laughs> Paul's evil plan has worked. Victory! One of us. <laughs> one of us. Seriously, I've been reading a lot of that stuff again myself. and uh, Picking up Thriller and Electric Warrior any oh, day now. Oh, right? Along with Lords of the Ultra Realm and Camelot Ooh. 3000, baby. Nice. Yeah, we're yeah. going deep. We're going deep. Yeah, we are, and uh, and that's great. I'm glad to hear that because that's that's kind of part of what I, why I do. I mean, part of why I do that is to place it in, into context, but also just because there's a lot of good stuff, and I think we sometimes forget about it. Mm-hmm. And so bringing it up every now and then, it's like we get to talk a little bit about. Oh yeah, do you remember that? And uh, so yeah. Um, anyway. Um, uh, so he said, uh, "He said I've read my fair share, but the more I look into it, I realize there are a ton of series I ne- I've never given a try. You need to, you, you, Brad. You need to write us back and tell us which which ones." Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, uh, so he says, "So now my Legion reading project is uh, is expanding into other DC '80s series, and I still have my current books to keep up on. Ah, it's an embarrassment of riches, sir." Uh, he said, anyway, thanks for a fun podcast and for helping this old comic fan get excited about reading comics again. Aw, that's awesome. He says, that's not to say I don't like modern books. I read a lot of them, but I don't get that emotional excitement like I am reading these older books. You're, yeah, you're preaching to the choir there, sir. Yep. Uh, cheers, Brad. And he said, and, and the, the other thing is, nice to hear fellow Canadians chat about comics. I live in Kingston myself. Totally one of us. Not one of you. One of us. <laughs> That's only only a few hours away from here, so so there we go. So uh, so yeah, thanks for thanks for writing in, Brad. And do let us know what some of those other eighty series you're getting into are, because it would give us an excuse to talk about them, and we always love that. So yeah. All right. So um, all right. So now what? Hey, do you, <laughs> did you watch? Did you watch that that um, uh, bah, 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 uh, Justice League um, Lego movie? I did, actually. I thought it was extremely cute. I thought it was awesome. I, 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 I don't think ahead. they can go 
I, I love the fact. I mean, obviously, it's it's done in a vein of yes, this is broad humor, and it's mostly for kids. Yeah. But you know what? I don't care. I am loving every Lego thing that they have done so far. It is such a great palate cleanser after watching some other stuff that they've done. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I could possibly be referring to. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is this is kind of funny. I kind of, yeah, this will work for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm just. No question. I, I love the Lego stuff. I thought it was very funny. I thought the characters were, you know, I didn't expect them to be in depth, of course. I did like the inclusion of Supergirl as kind of the cheerleader. I yeah, liked that yeah. character trait. It made her different from Superman, so that's good. Absolutely. And I, and I mean, obviously, we love the appearance of the Legion. And I love the fact that when in buying it, I got a little Lego Cosmic Boy figure. Yep. Um, oh, he's right up here on my computer. Yeah, yeah. Next I, to the light lab I got. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, that's that's the thing is 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 it, it's awesome just to see to see these characters show up, right? Yep. Um, what I like is is you're right. It's totally sort of broad humor, broad you know slapsticky at points, and it always works. And 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 again, it is, you know, it's we, just before the show. I was we were I, I was talking about the. Uh, Supergirl Flash uh, crossover. When people say that everything about DC is dark, it's not all dark. No, no and it's not. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff that isn't. And um, and those are and these are two great examples. You know, the this this Lego Justice League stuff is fantastic, and it shows it can exist at the same time. It can, yes. So. You know, it's like it's like when people are like, "Oh, my Superman isn't made of Lego, and he doesn't tell, give one-liners." This one does. Uh, yeah, this one. Yeah, this one does, does. and that's okay. It totally is because, you know, it's one of those things. Um, <clears throat> there has been uh, apparently some some talk about the about some movie that came out recently, <laughs> and. A little talk, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, but my Batman doesn't do that. Oh, my Superman doesn't do that. And it's like, no, but wait 10 seconds and another one will be along that does. Like, yep. that does what you want, you know? And, it's true. And, and, and they're all out there right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there are there are some, some awesome animated movies. There is, uh, like, you know, just on Batman alone, you've got a thousand different flavors. So... Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's something out there for you, um, <laughs> you know, and same with Superman. You know, we've it, it, all that stuff is readily available. Mm-hmm. That it available. is, sir. That's what I'm saying. Readily, even. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, um, I highly recommend the uh, the Lego Cosmic Clash movie. It's very cute. It's fun. It, it is. And, and when the Legionnaires show up, they're awesome. They are awesome. They are extremely awesome. They are. I mean, this is not a movie that warrants really in-depth analysis because it's not that serious. It's not taking itself that serious. It's just fun. Go enjoy it. Yeah, and 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 what I love is that they take on the format of of old Justice League comics. Well, yeah, it, right. It's that that whole the vein that, of Super Friends, totally. It, well, very much. Yeah, it's 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 like Super Friends early Justice League comics, where it's like, okay, here's the threat, and you two are going to go here, and you two are going to go there, and and all that sort of thing, and they travel through time, and uh, and and they even manage to work in a ton of references to um, uh, Grant Morrison's uh, Return of Bruce Wayne. True. 
which is just hilarious. Oh, it's outrageous. Like, are they really referencing that? Seriously? Like, is that, is that the thing you ever thought was going to happen? That, oh, you know, at some point no. they'll, they'll do this story with, with Lego characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, What's, what do you believe in? <clears throat> what does Batman say? I don't believe in that. And Cyborg says, well, what do you believe in? It's like, Batman. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, really? But it's so freaking true, and it just made me crack up. Of course, Batman. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, um, addressing the elephant in the room. There's an elephant in the room. Yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So you saw you saw the movie yesterday. Okay. So spoilers, people. <clears throat> yeah. Possible spoilers. If you've not seen BVS, because we harped on not spoiling it on the Facebook page, yeah. we appreciate that. We'll, um, we'll, we'll give you a hint. We're going to give you a hint. We're going to talk about it now. Batman and Superman fight. <laughs> that they do. Yes. Um, here's. Okay. Let's let's my bar for a good superhero movie. Yeah. Is is it better than Catwoman, Elektra, and Howard the Duck? So my bar is really low. And I, I'm the first to admit it. My bar is really low. Yeah. That being said, I I see where people have a problem with this movie. I don't share that problem. Yeah. I, I believe that there's a huge editing issue. Oh, my and, God. Two and, and a half pacing. hours? Seriously. Yes. And a <clears throat> pacing issue with this movie. Um, I believe that you will see an extended version of this. Because I'm like, I'm like... Are, are you Peter Jackson now? How long it's is a, this? It's next? a three-hour cut. You know. Yeah. You know what? Take out. You know, just just basically every time you see a brooding stare, cut that out. You got a tight. <laughs> you will be fine. You got You got a tight ninety. Yeah, basically. Having <laughs> <laughs> a tight ninety in a hey now sometime. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. No. I I totally agree with you. The the. Yeah, it's it's like it's like what who does he think who does Snyder think he is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson? Like, um, is this Magnolia? I think, I think he thinks he's Peter Jackson Ugh. or Stanley Kubrick. Ugh, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And and, fine. and I have seen I have seen those fellas, and he I, is not them. I, I know, but I'm just like whatever. You know, not every comic book movie needs to be as long as Watchmen. So yeah, I, once it got going, it was really well done. I felt. Yeah. I think the movie really misdirects in the beginning with this, well, who is Superman question, which, okay, yeah, they kind of had to address some of that, but 18 months later, really? Yeah. The way yeah. America reacted to 9-11, they're going to wait 18 months to do something about Superman? No. They're going to do something, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that was weird that it took that long to happen. The other thing that was weird, and Warner Brothers, I don't know if you saw it, Paul, but Warner Brothers dropped a quote-unquote deleted scene from the movie. Oh, yes. You saw that, did you? Okay, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. My my thing about this movie is I thought, well, one, we knew Henry Cavill was kind of guest-starring in his own movie. Yes. Yeah, because it, it, I don't care what anyone says, it's still Man of Steel 2. It, it, it's supposed to be Man of Steel 2, yeah. and he felt like... He was there, but he wasn't as present. The focus was not on him yeah. as much as I felt it should have been for him being the main character. And I, I, I know it's Batman v Superman, so they're going to film a lot of Batman stuff. I get that, but yep. I felt like it was too even. I felt like I would have rather 
not known every move Bruce was making off to the side. I get it, but I would rather them focus more on Clark and Superman. But that's okay. But that's, I, that's a personal. Choice. But I think we're going to kind of go in with that anyway. Yes. So yeah. Ben Affleck totally pulled it off. I, I totally bought I him so. yeah. as Batman. I totally bought him as Bruce Wayne. And this is why I don't get stuck in those conversations about, oh, that's an awful casting choice because you don't know until you see the final. Yeah, drop. yeah. And I thought he did a wonderful job. And Jeremy Irons did a great Alfred. Oh, Jeremy Irons was was just <laughs> fire in this. Like that that is a that is a fantastic Alfred for sure. Yes. Just enough biting sarcasm to let you know that, well, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that there's been a long ingrained relationship here going on. Oh, and, totally. And, totally. And, and, and just his level of the, his level of being able to deliver that the, the frustration and um, and just just his his whole, um, you know, sarcasm toward Bruce is it, you couldn't have had a, you couldn't have had a better person doing that. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And I felt like we got the best Batman origin story ever. Because they did it right. They did it right. Get it, it out of the way. Short, it was concise. And it was it, a flashback. It hit the right points. Yeah. And that's all you needed. Yeah. That was it. That was all you bloody well needed. And, 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 that, was, and that is one thing where I think people making superhero movies can take a lesson is... When we see our next Spider-Man reboot, we do not need to see the spider bite him again, save for in a hazy flashback, because honestly, people get it. People, people know. People know. People know this now. This isn't... And I understand why they showed us the Batman origin, because yeah. it's kind of pivotal later. Yeah, uh, and, it's... And, a, they, and, and, uh, and they hit it again, <laughs> in a way. A little ham-fistedly. A, a little. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I agree with you. And that's that's the other thing that I think is my critique of some of the criticism of, of this movie is that it does not spoon feed you. There are some things where you as an audience member kind of have to draw the lines together. Oh no, but that, that, that whole bit with the name is, uh -huh. that, well, is that, that, that is, that is, is spoon fed. Hammered. That is, that is a big old spoon with, with where they, where they strap your face in all, uh, all, um, uh, clockwork orange style and, 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 and jam <laughs> no, that in. Watch it. Don't make me yeah, watch it. Yeah. Uh -huh. he, you know, so, so there is some stuff you have but to you have to work for. And there is some yeah. stuff where yeah. where it's like here it is on a plate. Sorry, you didn't get it. Let me show you again. <laughs> well, see, I think that's the thing that they did spoon feed. Yeah, and I think the rest of it they did not. Um, yeah. I loved Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She she was fantastic because I, 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 no no sir she was wonderful. Oh damn, you're right. So <laughs> let's just be honest. No, she was she was incredible. She was incredible. I think she brought a new gravitas to that part. Yeah. In the Diana Prince role, and agreed. Yeah. Woman. Now, did you did you at any point, uh, you know, because I, I know again we we've talked about this in the past about the, just the whole and and even just earlier now about the whole when when the casting things come out and people were like she's too small. She's too. No, she's too. I, she's too I, small. I, I, I stayed away from that. I, I bought. I bought. I bought every second of her on that screen. Mm -hmm. And when she yeah, when it. she got in there and started kicking some ass, I totally bought it. Mm -hmm. I what what I did not buy. Uh -huh. What I did not buy. Yeah. Was the ham-fisted Justice League cameos? Oh God. That were horribly, horribly done. 
<laughs> we're awful. Uh, I'm like, really? I mean, it. This movie borrows, and a friend of mine complained that this movie, and I'll, you'll remain nameless, so that you will not be guilty on Facebook later. No. That this movie borrowed from a lot of different places, and yeah, it borrowed like bits and pieces from different stories, but it's telling one story here. Yeah. The video files of the Justice League members that totally brought me to OMAC Project, the way that looked. Which is interesting because as a comic fan, you yeah, know. oh yeah, absolutely, and 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 I get that that's where it's kind of going. It was just, it was just interesting because you know he stole those files from the Riddler, and yep. I I mean, yeah, no, from the Riddler, and because uh, <laughs> seriously, um, well, we'll get to that. Minute. I did because because that's my beef. Right I, there. I I liked it better than the most it seems, but there's a lot of problems I have with it. Well, see, uh, that's <clears throat> well, let's let's. Okay, so let's, let's let's get to it. Let's let, get to Lex because we'll, yeah. we'll get to him in a second. We'll just just yeah. knock down the the Justice League thing. The cameos uh, were ham fisted in there, and, and 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 I guess I'm in I'm in too deep on uh, Grant Gustin as as Flash. So seeing this other guy, it's like that's not the Flash. Mm-hmm. We'll see when we'll see when they get further in. I, I loved the uh, the little time travel scene where he uh, comes back to warn Batman. And... Oh, well, Crisis on Infinite Earths number two, pages three through four, kids. Yeah, 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 exactly. That is exactly where they pulled that from. Yeah. I was like, holy shiznit, yeah. they did not just do that. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did, however, like the cyborg stuff. I uh, like the cyborg stuff, and too. And Joe Morton as, I know. as Silas. I was like, Skynet is real. Skynet is real. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> don't let him that. Don't let him fix and you up. He's going to make you Skynet. Thank you. And, and I totally get why they spent more time on Cyborg. And, and because what, no one knows who Cyborg is. Yeah. And, in the general public. And you know what they were using in? Did you see what was in there? Oh, the mother box. Ping, ping, ping. Yeah, exactly. but no, that no one else knew what it was. And yeah. that's fine, because I was like, oh, oh we'll be explained. that's what that is. Yeah. I know what that is. I guess they had to have it undulate so it wouldn't be a tesseract. Ooh. Um, oh, God, that's Which right. is fine. <laughs> yes, which yes. is fine. Cubes are not trademarked. Um, <laughs> I looked. Rubik's does not have a... Anyway. Um, but the Aquaman, I liked his look. And I like the fact that his eyes glowed underwater. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. I thought what they did there was lame. Uh, I don't even remember what they did. Well, it was something like oh, he where he where he trident so he tridents at the camera. Yeah, yeah. I, really, that was lame. I, I felt like you could have had him do so many other things than that. Um, you could have had an octopus, a gigantic octopus, showed up and you know crushed the screen or something. I don't know, but yeah. something not not just whatever. Um, but it was cool to see him swim away really, really freaking fast. Yeah. It was cool. Um, Flash, I, I felt like, yeah, the liquor store or the, the convenience store robbery. Eh, really? Okay. Well, and, and, and you know what? It's it's such a it, it is such a throwaway thing. And maybe I'm making too yeah. much of, of a big deal about it. And, and I'm clearly coming in with the baggage of loving the Flash show. Yeah. And uh, and so that. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe I'm putting a little too much into that, but but I, it just it didn't make me it didn't say to, it didn't as a as a lifelong Flash fan for me to see the Flash in a in a major movie like that should be more than just a uh, really yeah like like that you know for that to be the reaction they elicit from me is is disappointing. Well, then how did you feel in the uh, flashback slash premonition slash 
something's going on here, Bruce moment when Flash showed up for real in a costume. I I, th- I thought that was cool, but I don't know that it was because of the character. I think it was just the context of the scene. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I totally get that. I, yeah. I do. I, it took me out of the scene a bit because I was like, oh, Crisis 2. I, my mind just went right there. Yeah, and that, that's something we can't help because that's the baggage no, we, we can't, bring. Yeah, we can't for sure. That at all. And 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 again, it's the baggage that we bring to it, and we can't see it absent that. Exactly. And and I I try to frame my critique in that world. Here's here's where I think the movie went off on the rails. The dream sequence when Batman is waiting for these files to de-encrypt. Yeah. And it's the desert. Oh my god. And there's the Omega symbol. Which I didn't even notice, by the way. And I'm a DC fan. Yeah. I just thought, oh, it's a burnt up piece of, you know. It clearly, to me, looked like that um, lagoon between, or that bay between Gotham and Metropolis. Right. That's what it looked like to me. And it just been devoid of water, you know. Something has happened. I figured nuclear war or whatever. And then you have the guys dressed up. In the, in the jackets for Superman and then you have the Batman army and I'm like what the hell is this doing here you know, I, and then you have you know the um, parademons showing up in that vision yes, like, yes okay so Batman now has precognitive vision because there was nothing prompting that oh. thing Batman had done I don't know I look at that stuff as being implanted in there by who's clearly going to show up. But, uh, oh, in the, he in totally is going to clearly yeah. show up because yeah. of that deleted scene. Well, yeah. But, but that's... Here's the thing about Lex, then. I, for me, Eisenberg's Lex started off great and then got more crazy Arkham Town as the movie went on. Yeah, I... I, I and it wasn't held back at all. And I felt like, oh, we have a problem here with this portrayal of Lex. It was a mess. I, 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 and and I was, and I was, when they, I first heard they, they cast him, I I was, I was in, I was thinking, okay, you know what? I like the guy. He's, he's, he's done some good stuff. He can do this. He, you know, he, he, if, if he does this in that sort of the, you know, with his, uh, with the the Zuckerberg intensity, or if you look at him in uh, now you see me, um, yeah. You know, th- that kind of intensity, I could totally buy him as Luthor. But it wasn't that. It was this manic, um, you know, Max this, Landis thing. Yeah. A- and it, it was a very crazed kind of, I don't really have, I have, I'm a, clearly a genius, but I have no idea how to put all this together in order to make a plan work. Yeah. Except I, by doing stupid crap. And, and I get that. Um, I get that, uh, you know, like, like he's a mad scientist, right? He's, you know, but the thing is, in any characterization of Luthor, he's always been able to keep that under wraps and, and to, to be basically very cool and methodical. And so, so that, you know, for all the departures of, of Batman and Superman, I could understand some of those. Uh-huh. This was it was it was far beyond, and it's like yeah, maybe you know you were originally going for the role of the Riddler, and and you didn't, and and you know I, I had this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. It's like this idea that okay, so he he originally had auditioned for a cameo that was probably going to be the Riddler, um, and uh, and that didn't end up panning, yeah, and, and wound up getting like yeah, lead villain, and uh, and just 
decided not to change his performance. Um, but but you know, we were talking about how you know they said about some of the other people that had been uh, put up there, and I said, and you know, and they had finally uh, admitted that yeah, we we were thinking of Cranston at one point. Uh huh. And uh, and 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 so my friend said, yeah, but you know, there's going to be too many comparisons to the whole Walt thing, and it's like, no, because here's the difference: Cranston has enough gas in the tank to modulate yeah. that performance a bit and give you something different. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who was freaking Hal on Malcolm in the Middle, and Tim Watley, the dentist on Seinfeld, and then he puts out what he what he does in in Breaking Bad, and then you see him in Trumbull last year. The guy's got range oh totally he does yeah and and i think that 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 eisenberg while while he's very good at what he does is limited in that range and he tried to expand out of that a bit and it and it didn't work mm-hmm. and uh and so i think you know that like like uh, like cranston could have pulled that off but i guess you know they're like oh we want a younger luthor i, I don't know that that's necessary but anyway well, they didn't go for a younger batman I no mean, they, they kept ben's gray temples for this movie so and clearly there's been some history here because Wayne Manor is a wreck. Yeah, I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay, we're not. Are we? Are is? Where does Bruce Wayne live if he's still like CEO Wayne Foundation? Where does he live? <laughs> that mansion is is homeboy. dilapidated at the yeah. Ho- homeboy the, is home, homeboy is rich. He lives wherever he damn well pleases. True. You know and and. And so, yeah, I mean, I always look at, like, hey, remember, we grew up with a Batman that wasn't living at Wayne Manor anymore. True. Right? He had moved, he had moved into, yeah, exactly. And, and, and remember when he went back to Wayne Manor and what a big deal that was. And, um, and it was, it was a wreck then. And so, so I, I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, and as I say, the the Batman portion of things, I really didn't have a problem with. People are oh, like, no, oh, I didn't have a problem. Oh, at Batman, all. Batman's like, wow, the yeah. Manson has seen better days. Mm. It, it, you know, um, it, it, I wanted. I was curious as to what had brought that on. You know, that was me thinking about that, and then of course the Robin suit. Yes, you know, it's yeah. a Jason Todd's Robin suit. Is that a Dick Grayson Robin suit? Is that a Tim Drake Robin suit? And I'm thinking that's going to be that's the teaser <coughs> the Side Squad right there. Mm. It is my opinion because there is a Batman scene in Suicide. That's right, there is. So there's that. I I really felt that Luthor's craziness would have been explained a little bit in the deleted scene had we gotten dialogue and had we actually gotten some more of that background information. Yeah. Because I... based on the deleted scene, um, it's obviously one of Darkseid's many, many generals. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, true. Who is who is juggling mother boxes, and I could see how Darkseid's appearance or oh, Darkseid's that, that's that's you know hey Luthor to be a little crazier we've, than normal. We have already we have already said um um we we've we've already said spoilers up up front. So okay, I mean, totally. and, okay, Steppenwolf, yeah. Yeah, he's he's up there juggling mother boxes, singing "Born to Be Wild," and because that because of course that's what Steppenwolf does. That's what Steppenwolf does. Yeah. but none of that was none of that Luthor, Dark Side connection was in the movie. And I don't no. know it's because that the director turned in a four and a half hour 
zeitgeist. And, and editors are like, what the fuck do we do with this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm, and I'm sorry. It's like, if you know, because if it's not in the movie, it doesn't count. I you know, it's like people saying, in uh, oh, but in Superman 2, uh, uh, maybe he flew down and he saved uh, Zodnan and uh, Ursa and didn't kill them. And it's like, not no. in the movie. Didn't happen. And we're going to talk about killing after this conversation because that's oh, yeah. a point I want to bring oh, up. Oh, yeah. But um, but I mean, just this this whole thing of the uh, of of oh yeah no no, no I, I, well, if it's not in the movie it didn't happen and yep. and so yes when they do release their three hour cut three and a half hours you gotta be fucking kidding me I, I, I'm just guessing I'm just guessing it's gonna be three and a half I had heard it was a three hour cut hmm. I think it'll be longer you're probably right it'll or it'll le- at least it'll feel like it um, yes because <laughs> yes. oh, well, honestly no, I, I, it does I, not I, I, I and and keep in mind. I'm of I'm of a firm belief that no movie needs to be three hours. I, I would agree, unless you have a, a freaking intermission like they used to in the old days. People yeah. need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah there, there, <laughs> there is there is no need for a a a three hour movie. There is no need. What that says is be less self indulgent. Mm. And that's totally agree. what this is, is, is Zack Snyder is so in love with the way he moves the camera that, um, that, that he, you know, he can't conceive of cutting a single one of his beautiful, beautiful pictures. Uh-huh. <coughs> and hey, there's some stuff that looks great. But, oh, yeah. But, but, but quite honestly, it, it's, again, you know, just let's cut the, bro- the brooding stairs and, and we're down to a tight 90 and we're good. I, I could have done without the whole see I think this is where the movie should have made a decision on are we going to do a movie about what do we do with Superman yes or no and yeah. then do a Batman versus Superman movie yeah now I know you say it's like how's it taking them 18 months it is Congress Darren um, I, well, that. <laughs> I'm amazed but, but, I'm amazed they're getting to it at all I, well, seriously god don't get me started watch that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ um, I just felt like that question could have been asked and answered much earlier and much quicker in the film. Yeah. Um, not not to slight Holly Hunter, I think she did a fine job with what she was given to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a reason for that entire that whole half an hour could have left the movie. And I oh yeah, fine. yeah. It 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 because it went no. It went, it went nowhere. No- it did nothing. It did nothing. Oh. The question was never answered. It was just left hanging after the boom. Yeah, the earth-shattering kaboom. I was, the earth-shattering kaboom. I was expecting them to be calling for Superman's arrest and blaming him for that. No, I'll just go into Congress and blow it up. You know, yeah. because that's... Clearly, it was a frame job by Lex, but... And, yeah. and there's the other sad part of, of it, for me, was Mercy did nothing the whole movie i was hoping she would be like a cyborg badass at some point to protect lex she seemed she seemed pretty cool but but never got never got off the ground never got to do anything which was very sad for me (laughs) i was like come on Uh, yeah because the actress they had playing her seemed seemed like she had some 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 pop and um but like five lines yeah and just 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 in a couple of scenes that we saw them with the with the scene when they're down at the computer room and everything it's like Oh yeah, she's she's gonna be cool, and then oh may, maybe not. <laughs> exactly, perhaps because they gave her nothing to do. 
Yeah. She, she had nothing cool, quote unquote. And maybe she was. I mean, she's been a few different things over the years. So maybe this one was just a secretary. And that's fine. But I was hoping for more. Yeah. No, I'm you know? with you. I'm with you. Because that would have been a cool reveal. Here are my two biggest complaints about this movie. Okay. They didn't need to reveal Doomsday in the trailer. That should have been a totally, surprise. totally. And I know marketing is tough. There is nothing they left. They left. They, they, they honestly left, left nothing, nothing on the table. Yeah, from that trailer. Yeah, who were the pieces were going to go? There was some misdirection in how the trailer was cut, but they left everything on the table there. Yeah. And it's like, really, guys, come on. Yeah, that doomsday should have been the oh my god! I, I can't believe they went there. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you know, we all knew Wonder Woman was coming. Yeah. But no one was cast as Doomsday, so they could have kept that under wraps. Yeah. And they should have. And yeah. they Well no one no one was cast as, as, as Doomsday because he was all uh all CGI. Yeah. yeah. And but, and it yeah. showed. And it showed. Yeah. Well, I mean, how else are you gonna do him? I mean Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's he's Hulk. Um although uh I gotta say, as the uh, bone spurs started coming out, it was like, oh, okay, because oh. I thought, you know, we had a fairly lame looking uh, Doomsday Album, in the trailer. Kind of character, yeah. yeah. And, and it got a little more, oh, that's what causes that to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> that, was, that was very cool. Yeah. See, they did, there were things about it that was cool. Yeah. Here's my second problem, and this is going to get me the letters and the hate and the anger on the internet. Fanboys need to shut their mouths. Because Superman... Hey, don't interrupt my slow clap. You done? Yeah. Okay. You done go. yet? Yeah. You done? Go. Because Superman saved a family of four by asking Zod, obviously in a very stress-related moment, to stop what he was doing, and Zod refused. And the only way Superman thought to stop it was to break Zod's neck because the destruction was just going to continue. Yeah. He made the decision. Yeah. I know. Yeah. In this movie, not only does Batman kill. He kills with impunity, and I know <laughs> he, he, brand, have he brands those efforts. Guns. No, we have the Batman doesn't use a gun thing. Remember that after Infinite Crisis, Batman picked up a gun and near and shot, nearly shot Alexander Luthor. Oh my God! Don't you open your mouths to me because Batman's rigs were so full of bullets that no. Batman, when, when you're borrowing from from Dark Knight Returns, thank you. That's that's what did. you get. And remember how I'm like a, not a big Dark Knight Returns guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not either. Yeah. And and, either. and that's the you know and and so so people are like, okay, so I know you don't like that he didn't get Superman, but but I mean he got Batman right. And it's like no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, didn't. I, I I'll be honest. <laughs> Zach Zach freaking Snyder got got Batman de- better than Miller. Yeah, I said yeah. it. <gasps> Boom. Yeah. That's true. Boom. Um, except in your because year one, year one was badass. Don't worry, Darren. I I just I just drew all your emails away. (laughs) Well, I'm not I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet because here's the thing: Batman killed 55, 60 people. Let's just guess. Okay. I'm just gonna possibly as a part of the car chase. Like when, when the Batmobile comes out of the building and slices the semi, I'm like. How is anyone still alive in the back of that thing? Did they know the exact moment with their x-ray vision when to fucking duck? <laughs> no, but they were there. Oh, my God. 
No, Batman flips a car and then tow cables it around for fun. <laughs> Those people, they broke their freaking necks. They're done. Yeah. I, and what did we hear on the internet when Superman broke Zod's neck? Oh my god! Superman broke! Superman killed! Ah! Batman yeah. just did more killing than, than Jay Saw did in Saw. But, but, and no but, one has but, said a but thing Darren, su- Superman never kills except for when he does. Exactly. Except for all the times that he's killed Zod, he never kills. And, and then Wonder Woman shows up. Remember Wonder Woman snapped Maxwell Lord's neck and everyone went, oh! Yes. Again, again with this, okay? And it was made up. It was supposed to be a big deal in the comics, yeah. obviously. The internet went, whoa! Back in 1990, whatever it was. Um, no. 2000 dude, and whatever. 2004. 2004. Yeah. It felt like the 90s. Yeah. So that happened. Wonder Woman's, like, first line, as Wonder Woman, practically, in this movie was, I've killed monsters before. Yeah. Setting the tone. <laughs> and, okay, that- and... This Diana is going to kick some ass. And if she's got to kill it, she's going to do it. And there's a couple of things in that. Because um, I don't think that that, that, the, that her peaceful mission needs to be mutually exclusive from that. And I agree. Um, but um, You're serving the greater peace by keeping something from destroying it. Yeah. Seeing the uh, seeing that uh, that old photograph that he found of, uh, of, of Wonder Woman yeah. makes me excited for the Wonder Woman movie. Yes, I can't wait to see that. Um, but but the other thing is, um, you know, there, there is definitely some tone deaf stuff story wise, with without a doubt. Oh, totally. But again, it's not the first time. You know, yeah. it's not like like every you know the the whole Batman doesn't use guns, um, mm-hmm. ex- well, except for every except for except every, every movie version. Except for every single movie version that has had machine guns in the Batmobile. Or the Batwing. Yeah. Michael Keaton fired on the Joker in the Batman parade. He had he had guns in the in the in the in the car. He had guns in the uh in in the uh Batwing. And and then you you get you know, the the, the Nolan Batman, same thing. Like every movie version has done it. Well and this is my thing about People erupted about Superman killing, and I've not heard a thing on the internet about Batman killing anybody. Was it because he didn't do it with his own bare hands? What's the difference? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if if you're gonna be upset about Superman killing one guy who's about to slice open a family of four, by the way, with his heat vision. Well, and imminent and, threat and, and self defense. Um, okay. Not just that has also said. That what he plans to do next is to dis- is to basically burn that entire world to the ground. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And so, then you have Batman killing 50, 60 thugs, and no one says a word. That's yeah. that's my problem with the fanboy response. Is that it is definitely uneven. Yeah. It's definitely unequal. Batman can do it because Batman's cool. Superman can't do it because Superman's whatever. I yeah. don't get where that disconnect is. If it's if it's okay for Superman to do it, and it's okay for Batman to do it, it should be okay for them to do it in these situations. Superman doesn't kill, but Batman. It's okay if Batman does. Really? Why? And and that's that's my that's my question that I've been percolating with after this movie is like why? And I tried to stay as unspoiled as possible. It's why tough. To, is, yeah. It's tough. 
why is no one on the internet? None of my friends, none of the Twitter, nothing, and I follow quite a few comic-related folks out there. Why has no one been complaining about Batman shooting up all yeah. those thugs or killing them in hand to hand? Sorry, we're getting. Sorry, hang on, hang on. Good freaking grief. Batman v Superman. What was that? Uh, just stupid web pages that open and autoplay audio. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was Zack Snyder. <laughs> if he were a website, that's exactly what he would do. <laughs> like, you know, the uh, of the things I like, let, let, like, I'm never going to come out and say, yeah, I think, I think Zack Snyder is a, a great filmmaker. Because I don't. I don't think he's even a passable filmmaker. I think he's, I think he's terrible. Um, you know, because I, I, I think that he has no, you know, he's a great video game director. He is a great commercial director. He's good with music videos, but actually telling a story is not his forte. And, and because he is too in love with his visuals to actually let the story get in the way of that. And, and, uh, and so, you know, he is a great cinematographer. He's a terrible director, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because yeah, he he moves a character, uh, a camera in a beautiful way, but somebody else should be saying, yeah, that'll do. Mm-hmm. And and so, I, so there's a lot there's a lot of stuff in the in the script that I'm assuming got cut that would have made more sense. Things that just were not that were disconnected everywhere. Yeah, but again, uh, but you know, I, I don't know if that's the editing. The pacing, the script itself, whatever, and it, and it's one of the problems. You know, it, 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 you know, to me, it's the same problem they had with Green Lantern, mm. trying yeah. to do too much. Yep, focus. It, it, that's the one word I can say is mm-hmm. focus. You know, it, it, the the problem with with the Green Lantern movie is they tried to do too damn much with it, and instead of you know, it should have just been Hector Hammond. Yeah. Let it be Hector. Let him be on Earth and then let someone from the Green Lantern Corps come to take him up at the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Like nice and simple. Nice and, and simple. you know, it's 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 like let him think he's the only one for now and then someone comes and says, Hey, there's more and, and then Sinestro shows up at the last one. Oh yeah. Way. Yeah. But but you know. but they tried to do too much. Agreed. But that's what happened here, and it's like no, yeah, they still didn't need to take three hours to do it, but that is an excellent transition because I did a double feature Saturday. Oh. And I went from BBS to Deadpool. <laughs> uh, I, yes. have, I have to say, Deadpool movie, way better than BBS. I laughed. I had some emotional resonance in that movie. It's not the same movie at all. It's, it's hard to compare them. Not remotely. And, and I yeah. mean... Again, there's some really funny stuff. I find that the uh, the breaking well, there was no humor in BVS. No, not not even close. There was no the tension just kept going and going and going. And and, I'm sorry. And I think that's why they allowed Jesse Eisenberg's uh, performance because they thought, oh, he'll be that the would co- be funny. He'll be no, the comic relief. But it wasn't funny. And, and Lex Luthor should never be comic relief. No. Um, but but then so. but so so. Yeah, the difference you see with Deadpool, I found that, and and I and I quite liked it, but but what my thing was, okay, we got it. He knows he's in a movie. We got it, and it started to get a little old after a while, 
and and uh, there was so much great stuff in that, but but I felt as though the the central joke was, was you know really kind of got it got old. It got old. It got old, and it, you know, but they more than made up for it with the uh, the end credit scene. Agreed. Because that was the best. And, and that, I can see that that's a hard line to know how far do we go with this before it's too much. And and you don't get any further with it than you do with that deleted scene. Yeah. But it was like okay, they get they realize it. Oh, totally. <laughs> and and because that because you know that that end credit scene where where they do the spoilers. Yeah. Where they do the salute to Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I, I mean you know talk about a classic movie that has someone. <laughs> Mm, bomb, bomb. Uh, talk about a, a classic, you know, a classic uh, fourth wall breaking movie, and it was like, oh, they totally know that they did it too much, but they meant they did it on purpose, mm-hmm. and uh, and so so I mean it, you know, but, but I I, I embrace the fun. Oh, and embrace the fun. I would go see Deadpool again. I would not go see BBS again. Ditto. Bang on. And 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 not because I think BBS is a horrible movie. It was an okay superhero movie. Not a good one. I the things I loved about it: Wonder Woman, Batman, yeah, and Henry Cavill when he was in it. I I, I think Eisenberg kind of was a dud. Yeah, and I, and I think that's directing. I think that's acting choices, and then the the pacing is what really did me in on that. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, oh yeah, it was, it was brutal. Um, the, the first hour didn't need to happen. Especially, let me tell you, I'm a guy who goes when I go see a movie. It's late at night, and um, you're like, "When is it gonna?" Oh, it, yeah, you know, like I go to see it after everybody else here goes to bed, and so so I went to see that op- like opening night, um, uh, you know, and it was a uh, 10:40 showing. <laughs> you got home at 3 a.m. Basically, yeah, right. <laughs> like, holy crap, yeah. and um, yeah. I just I don't think there's any, uh, you, you know, it, there's just there's just no need for for uh, for for you know it, it certainly that script did not require you know two and a half apparently three hours of it, yeah. um, you know so so I I just think that's just crazy. It also didn't require the Lord of the Rings ending when it just would not end. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it's a qualified thing. We don't have a lot of the same problems that a lot of people do, but we have some of them. Oh yeah, and I, I think, we have some of them. I think people are legitimate. I, I think this is a movie that depends upon the person who sees it and yeah. how they how they view it. I I don't think that my critique or your critique or anybody's critique is going to be satisfactory or tell the person what they need to know about a movie. They need to go see this to see if it works for them or not. I, yeah, yeah, and I think I, I I think that that it's I can differentiate by between what I think is a uh, properly servicing the characters and the canon uh, comic book movie and just entertaining me for a couple hours. Exactly, and I think that's the difference is that Deadpool was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, top top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> hey, you know, Happy International Women's Day, everyone. <laughs> um, best part of the movie um, <laughs> but that yeah. being said Henry Cavill can make me fried eggs any day I know and I would not say no 
Well, that's all I'm going to say about that. Cause... There you go. Damn! Boom. Woo! <sighs> it's getting right. warm in But here. you know what? I need some red kryptonite to cool me down. Suicide oh. Squad coming up soon. Yep. When is it coming out? Is it Halloween? I'm just looking that up. I'm hoping sooner than that. Um, the next, the next. Oh, August, Marvel. August fifth. August fifth. Okay. Yeah. So the next uh, Marvel is either well, not MCU. That's going to be Civil War. But isn't Apocalypse out before then? Um, I think. I thought that was coming out early May. I think they're not well. far off one another. Okay. Because yeah, they're, they're fairly close. Cause yeah. They're competing. Disney wants those rights back so badly. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But I, I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm totally in for both because it oh, turns totally. out you can see all of them. You can yeah. see all of them. Yeah. It's like Marvel versus DC. No, you can buy comics from both companies. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's no verses. Yeah, it's a it's V. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, universes, plural. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Even after Crisis, plural. We just called them Elseworlds instead. Exactly. Crises. <sighs> Crisis. Crisis. What? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm. Oh. Hey, but you know what? Chicken butt. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> in the issue that we're at some point going to get to. Uh-huh. The mean- Which we are going to get to. Yeah. Like- the, the meanwhile uh-huh. is all about Millennium. Ooh, well, that's dangerous. Yeah, because we're just two, two, two uh, episodes away from, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from that. Hey, but here's the thing. There's some talk about how um you know the Suicide Squad movie uh is apparently and this is uh, I'm not sure how how uh, much of this is substantiated, but they are reportedly reshooting some scenes to add some humor to the DC extended universe, mm. which would be nice. That would be interesting to see. Um, Batman vs. Superman Donald Justice left many fans commenting on how serious in tone the movie was, and while some praised its dedication to the darker origins of the iconic characters, others were quick to mention it, threatened to take the fun out of a genre that is seen by most as a bit of escapist fun. Now, it seems that Warner Brothers are heeding, and this, by the way, comes from lbtimes.co.uk um, Now, it seems that uh, Warner Brothers are heeding our audience's worries with uh, birth movies death reporting that the studio are now reshooting certain scenes of the upcoming picture Suicide Squad to make it a bit more lighthearted. I thought there was some funny parts in the trailers already. Oh yeah, to there be were. fair, yeah. When Captain Boomerang's like, "Hey, I'm gonna pop this brewski real quick," yeah. I thought that was pretty amusing. Well, and just the whole the uh, you know the voices in my head say, uh, <laughs> "Kill you all." Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's not what they're saying. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I really, and I know people are upset because Margot Kitty is not. Margot uh, Robbie. Margo, what's Robbie. her name? Robbie. Sorry. Yeah. Margot Kidder. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's where my brain went. Um, she's not doing the Harley Quinn voice. You know, not. And here's the thing only like Tara Strong and Arlene Sorkin can do that voice, and maybe Thank Ellen you. Green. So yeah. I am quite comfortable with that yeah. that's choice. Probably a better choice than, than doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, I'm and like, we haven't heard her say true. much, so it's true. You know, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, over time, movies in the DC extended universe have been known to air more on the serious side, most notably in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. No, really? <clears throat> what? Uh, this tone not only stems from the source material, but argu- arguably over the years has acted as a way of distancing self from rival Marvel, which has always been the front runner when it comes to comedy. Yeah, that's 
not necessarily where you want to differentiate yourself. Yeah, we're going to differentiate ourselves where we're like going to not use special effects in these movies. And <laughs> no, you have to do that too. Um, oh, God. Um, so jokes have often fallen by the wayside and have not been present in DC films before. Something that they seemingly want to rectify. And what with a, fi- you know, because already we've forgotten Joel Schumacher and the back credit card with the nipple costume. Um, <laughs> Bat nipples. Yeah, you, you you can understand why they moved away from jokes after the uh, after the Schumacher movies. Well, again, I would say if it's a good movie, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, and those were not good movies. Those were not good movies. Yeah. Those were horrible movies. Yeah. Um, so holy rusted metal, Batman. That was a funny line. Uh, in in well, it was yeah, yeah. in the Riddler Two Face thing, <laughs> but that was like the one shining moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the next one was much worse than that. So. Oh, oh, totally. Yeah. Um, but something they seemingly want to rectify, what with the film starting the Joker and quick-witted Harley Quinn, at their disposal now that finally seems possible. The recent trailers went down incredibly well with viewers, and due to the ecstatic responses, Warner Brothers instructed the team to put more moments like those in the final film. Yeah. Uh, according to Birth Movies Death, another separate source also validated this report, alleged they, they even continued on to say that the reshoots are a massive affair with the budget for the reshoots in the tens of millions of dollars. Whoa. Holy As, as the writers expand the interaction between characters. That can't be a bad thing. Um, no. In fact, no. they say, all in all, this can only be a good thing. They went a different way, but we landed in the same place. Uh, Warner Brothers is seriously listening to fan feedback. Well, not all of it. Uh, and if they're really giving the general public what they want, that can only mean everyone wins. More bucks from them, more enjoyment for us. Directed by David Ayer, the film centers on a number of imprisoned supervillains rather than the typical heroes who are forced to carry out black ops tasks for a corrupt government agency in exchange for less severe jail sentences. It is scheduled to be released in both UK and US cinemas on the 5th of August 2016 and stars Jared Leto, Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, Will Smith, and more. Uh-huh. So, that's a little scoop on that. And I, I'm looking forward to it, even though I think Suicide Squad, you're going to need to have some humor. Yeah. Because people are going to die. Yeah. You know, and I, that is the one thing I think that was missing from BBS in its entirety was any humorous bits. I mean, there was a bad gay joke that fell flat. I don't even remember it. Where Bruce tells Diana, I think, I bet nine out of ten men will let you get away with anything. Because the old joke is one out of ten men is gay. Oh, okay. And see, it's so obscure, no one gets it. Yeah. Unless you're like... And I know that I've heard that statistic many, many times, but yeah. But it was delivered so deadpan. Yeah. You know... I was like, that was supposed to be the, and that was the only thing I even detected that even sounded remotely. I, I think, like I think, I think you might be reading that as a joke, and it wasn't I might really. Be. I think, I might be. Uh, you know, I think they were like, ah, it's like the dentist with the trident. Uh, um. <laughs> Does that hurt? Does that hurt? Oh, is that sensitive? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but nurse, get the uh, get the uh, sucker thing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I think I. Th- think we might be giving them too much credit for trying for a joke um you know and and i found it was the same you know that that is my my biggest issue is completely joyless yep superman's supposed to be you've got of the universe and you got excuses to just have some fun stuff right yeah it doesn't have to all be sturm and drang and and i will say this 
next time there's a Superman movie, and hopefully Zack Snyder and David Goyer are far away from that. Enough with the Jesus references. Enough, enough, enough. <laughs> Seriously. You, you didn't like that? Oh, for fuck's sake. It's getting <laughs> ridiculous. Enough. <laughs> enough. You don't get it, though, yet? Oh, I mean, my. come on. Come on. Well, first of all, I don't buy into much of that stuff anyway. But, <laughs> but so, so I mean, uh, yeah, I'm already at a disadvantage. But enough. <laughs> holy crap. Like, uh, you're just <laughs> holy, holy Christ there, sir. Uh, just... Just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, and and to be fair, Zack Snyder is not the first one to uh, to, to cross that, into that yeah. because you know we we already got uh, a ridiculous serving of it with Brian Singer. So it's not mm-hmm. like he's like, hey, I got an idea. Oh, maybe Superman's like uh, Jesus. Yeah, this was not it baked out of a vacuum. No, no, so, no, no. That was already there. So. That was that was. That was clearly on him. Because so. in Snyder, in Snyder's defense, Singer had Superman actually fall down, you know, with arms outstretched. You know, it was yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So uh, how about how about Legion? <laughs> you want to get to Legion? Yeah. Now we're in. Why not? We don't have to get into Legion tonight, do we? Yeah. Oh, fine. Otherwise, the people are all going to be like, what? What? They wasted yeah. my whole day talking about that crappy movie. Yeah. Because no, nobody, nobody else has talked about that movie. Nobody oh. but us. Nobody but us. All right. Legion of Superheroes, number 40, from uh, November 1987. Mm-hmm. What Starfinger touches. Yes, take us through it, sir. I will take you through it. Um, it's a great Steve Lytle cover. I like the covers where it's kind of like, it's minimalist, but it gets yeah. it across. Yeah. And we see the big hand of Starfinger wearing his uh, ring, which he wears on his birdie finger. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> and we see that his hand has trapped Element Lad, White Witch, Timberwolf, um... Dawnstar, Starboy, there's his leg, and or sorry, his arm, yes. eyes sticking out there. Polar Boy and Dream Girl. I was wrong when I when I said Starboy doesn't appear again. That's he, right. He, he appears. Is, yeah, there he is on page is. one. So um, the scene opens above um, the Earth, and it is Elma Lad, Dreamy, Timberwolf, and Starboy. And Elma Lad says, "Still no sign of any trouble, Legionnaires. I wonder who will at- attack Earth and why." And Wolf's like, you're putting too much faith in Dreamgirl's prediction, Element Lad. I'm betting your answer is no one and no how. <laughs> Timberwolf, I would hardly have suggested that a whole team drag themselves out here past the polymer screen if I hadn't clearly seen an attack coming in one of my dreams. I've proven often enough that my predictions always come true one way or another. Take what? a drink! Hello? <laughs> yep. Ooh. I'm sure Timberwolf didn't mean to imply your power wasn't effective, Dreamy. Yeah, but since you don't know much about your own dreams, why stick us out of here in nowhere waiting? Next time with the SP worry. I, 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 yeah, enough. <laughs> Starboy doesn't mind staying on after Superboy's funeral simply to help on this mission, Timberwolf, and he's not even a legionnaire anymore. I think that makes you look awfully bad for complaining, so don't. And Starboy's like, I don't mind hanging in, Element Lab. There's another ship leaving for Xanthu in two days. And I have enough respect for Dreamy that if she foresaw my power being decisive in this encounter, I'm not going to argue with her. Thank you, Tom. Mm. I, I, boom. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's a big, I don't know how they missed this, but there's this big golden satellite 
which is chunking out all kinds of rays and lamin' things, and it's like, looks like our uninvited guests have arrived, Legionnaires. Whoever's inside that ship, they certainly aren't waiting for the SP clearance to get through the screen, so they're whamming into the polymer screen. Yeah. Right where you predicted, Dreamy, but I still don't understand why. There must be an easier way to sneak onto Earth. Maybe not with a whole ship of equipment. Anyway, what does it matter? Let's stop them. First reasonable idea you've had today, Dreamy, Timberwolf says. One more hit, and I think it'll break through. Strange they aren't using any weapons to smash the screen, only their own momentum. You debate the technology. I'll see what this flyer is made out of. Yow! There they go! So they broke through after Timberwolf um, got rid of one of the hull pieces. Yeah, with a fine sporch. Uh, sporch. Uh, rip. We'll, we'll get over the whole sound effects in our space later, kids. Just, uh, it's going to be awful hard to stop them now without killing anyone who's inside. Follow the starship down, Legionnaires. The easiest way to deal with this crew will be when it's on the ground and it shouldn't be able to accelerate too greatly in the atmosphere. Nice theory, Element Lab, but I hope it lands somewhere convenient. No such luck, Dreamy. Looks like you're going to get your boots muddied. They're landing in the Makuze Preserve in Africa. Ooh. Careful, Legionnaires. Zap. Oh! And uh, one of the uh, zaps gets um, Dream Girl. Nora and uh, Starboy comes back to help her. Are you hurt badly? No, no, Tom. My arm's numb. That's all. And so Element Lad and Timberwolf are trying to attack this thing. I'll change the hull to inert gases, Timberwolf, and make us a, a pathway in. Don't waste your effort, Deputy Leader. I'm taking the direct route. Meanwhile, on Thar. Oh. Yeah, Thar. Ooh, it's very Thar away. Oh. Yuck, yuck, yuck considered uninhabit unsettleable by early surveys because of its in of the its infernal surface temperatures colonies were feasible only after the development of the first mutagenics after the power to generate a countervailing cold was bred the new natives flourished so basically they did genetic experimentation on people to live on thar so that they would resist the heat and create cold right Ooh. so that's interesting the only important resource... It's very interesting because it has always been presented to us that they evolved that way. Evolved that yeah. way. Oh, nope. The only important resource of Thar is crystalline rare earth metals uh, from a UP economic survey. If there were mines in hell, a miner from Thar would feel right at home, anonymous folks saying. <laughs> Welcome home, Polar Boy. Oh, first time I've, I'm back since I joined the LSH Kark. It feels great to come home as the Legion leader. And if you were not leader, would four of us have been sent here, Polar Boy? Dawnstar says. Damn. <laughs> Absolutely, Dawnstar. This is a real emergency, right, Kark? I am pleased you were able to respond to my science police alert and force, especially given the terrible heat of our summer. And it's Dawnstar, Monel, Polar Boy, and the White Witch, who is protecting herself with one of her aura spells. Ah. Yes. Um, she's like, I would never have joined this place had I known I'd been taken everywhere no one else could possibly go. I'm like a magical plumber. What's going on here? <laughs> um, our powers protect us from your temperatures, officer, so don't need, feel the need to apologize. Monel and Dawnstar can survive outer space, Kark, and the White Witch has cast a spell to cool herself, so let's concentrate on the problem at hand. Very well. Look, there is the damage we were struggling to repair with mining robots poorly matched to this enormous task. If that's all that's if that's all the matter, we hardly needed a whole team. Polar Boy, if I might? Sure, Monel. Repair crews, please move back. I'll take over. First a little heat vision to soften this twisted metal. Heat? Is he really making it warmer? It's a technique for making objects malleable, Kark. Monel doesn't realize what a strain on our cooling tower what a strain on our cooling towers the additional thermal energy creates. But see, he stopped already. He's shaping the metallic covering back into place now faster than your robots could have. 
um, screech, and he's uh, sealing it, welding it with more heat vision. Zit, come on, we can leave word for Milo to join us in the tunnels after he finishes sealing We're the repairs. On Earth, mice live in holes. On Thar, men must live in tunnels, early colonial saying. Between the underground streets and the evaporating spray to cool everything off, this is a very different world from the asteroid archipelago mines I'm used to. It takes a lot to keep it a comfortable 97 centigrade, Monel. Oh, see? They use centigrade out there in Thar. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, like, like sensible people. I get it. I yeah. know, right? Exactly. Hey, you're regulating a degree lower this year. Great. The mines must be paying off. And White Witch is like, please, if, if I could have a moment of quiet to focus my spell more tightly. Sure. Sorry, White Witch. Between the heat and the closeness of the tunnels, this is an intolerable environment, Dawnstar says. Well, not if you grow up here. I don't know how anyone on Earth can stay in that much open space. Besides, it's a lot cooler down here away from the sun, so we don't have much choice. We have only the mines to keep Thar going, and that's why we can't afford to give a single chunk of the ore to this, to this Starfinger who's threatening to close us down. Step right through the spray. It'll keep you cool. And um, one of the miners um, looks at White Witch and says, You look a bit burnt, Legionnaire. Let me help. And he um, sprays her off with one of his uh, hoses there. Oh, my. Oh, mm -hmm. thank you, sir. I'm afraid my spells are poorly prepared for your temperatures. Always thought Thar would be a hellhole to keep uh, people and problems away from us. But I guess the Starfinger Devil feels rightly at home in an inferno. Huh? Auto drillers blowing. Blam! I guess we have some sabotage going on? Yes. And my witch says, let me return the favor, good sir. And she does a little doo -doo -doo and cast a spell to shield your fellows from whatever damage those exploding devices may cause. And uh, it goes kaboom. And White Witch has shielded the, the miners from them from the uh, shrapnel and Manal swoops down equipment's exploding all through the mine shaft seems to be responding to a signal from below there it's a relay carrying a signal Starfinger sent from some other planet and the SP says we've lost lots of production to these incidents Starfinger told the mine committee if he either gets 10% of their production or they won't dig anything out well he wasn't counting on the legion we're staying until your mines are safe Starfinger or no oh and White Witch faints no. Oh, don't take it that badly, witch. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the Makuze Preserve, Legionnaires, huh? We were warned about you. Um, you've missed a panel, sir. Have I missed a panel? Then I don't have that page. Makuze Preserve? Makuze Preserve, yeah. What's the sound effect? Oh, holy crap, Cthum. Cthum. Not bad. I need, I need more to drink, clearly. <laughs> What's the punishment if, if we miss a Cthum? We'll hear, we'll hear about it, and we don't get to take a drink. Probably. Okay. So, Legionnaires, hon, we were warned about you. Warned and prepared. This looks like refugees from the Taurus gang to me. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, you know, or the other half of Evilo's dozen that we never met. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, we knew they were there somewhere. Somewhere. I'll turn the, the projectiles into harmless helium, Timberwolf. Get the one with the energy beamer. With pleasure, Element Lad. Stand still, damn you, as he attempts to swipe at Timberwolf. And uh, Timberwolf gives him a foot to the chin. Sure, how about here? Thwack. Let's carry that projectile weapon now. Try firing with a silicon mechanism inside. Uh, hey! And it falls apart. Uh, Element Lad? Do you mind if we can speed this up? This heavy world, the, this heavy worlders are big, but they're awful slow moving, and I don't think they're so tough. And Dreamy whams one with her knee into the rib cage there, and she goes down with an irk. 
And uh, Starboy's got one pinned to the ground with his power. No matter how great a gravity they're used to, Dreamy, my power can make them feel too heavy to move. See? Ah, yes. Ah, someone's explaining their powers he again. He Ken's new horde, that mother effer. Yeah, he did. Let me keep them all under control until we can get the SP transport here. Okay, but we still don't know why they were trying to sneak onto Earth. You won't be so smug when you find out, Legionnaire. Oh, yeah, no. Who is this character based on? Um, I don't know. Look at the facial hair. I, I'm looking at the facial yeah. hair. It looks, like, it looks like it's possibly Rutger Hauer. Oh, I would say Hulk Hogan. Oh, and yeah, true. they've made the character green. Oh. Like the other Hulk. Hulkamania. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right, I'm just you're saying. So, right. <laughs> you're so bloody right. So they're wrestlers, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the Taurus gang. <laughs> uh, there you go, right? Starfinger's got plans for you, and catching us won't save you. We've been expecting to hear more of Starfinger. I wonder why he's crawled out, crawling out of the ether now. Timberwolf's like, oh, who cares? Dream Girl will spot him for us, right? Even if I still don't see how Starboy did anything so decisive. You two keep an eye on the captives. We'll get the SPs, and Element Lad and Timberwolf fly away. And Starboy's like, Timberwolf was right, you know? I didn't do much. Did you just want to get me on this mission to talk? You left without saying goodbye, Tom. She says, you didn't give me a chance. And Starboy says, I haven't said a word to you while I was here for the funeral either, Nora. You're a hard woman to walk to turn away from. Oh. And we get uh, Starboy looking at Dream Girl like he's going to shake her like a British nanny. Oh. Uh, Damn. Back on Thar. As the mines plunged deeper, the settlers discovered that the relatively inactive core of the planet generated no heat and the dense rock served as insulation. UP colonial history. Thar is the only world where hell is up and heaven is down, Settler's Song. <laughs> Are you feeling more comfortable now, White Witch? Y yes, Dawn Star Polar Boy's power added to my own spells is helping greatly. Perhaps you would be better advised to return to Earth, or at least the cruiser if the heat is too great for you. I shall endure, Dawn Star. Do not be concerned. Hey, what's that noise? The ceiling? And we were getting a rumble and some zats. Legionnaires, follow me! <laughs> and uh, there goes Monel. Um, I'll support the main beams for this level, which, if you can handle the falling debris, I shall try, Monel, but they're already getting past you. Be careful. Aye! Um, Dawnstar saves these two guys. Stop screaming. I have you safely. <laughs> she's she's so sensitive, that Dawnstar. Yeah, yeah. Um, Polar Boy's making a uh, patented Bobby Drake ice shield there. <laughs> Bunk a wham wank. I think that's the last of the fragments. Monel, do you have the beam back in place? fairly securely but what about the damaged spray globes it'll take a while to hook them up again so i'll have to be a substitute cooling system meanwhile after you finish with the roof bring what's left of the globe down to the technos here you go thanks we can use this portable generator we always keep in reserve please please do something quickly the air is so thick the white witch is about to have it ready ma'am don't worry all this to get a share of the mine's production who the heaven is starfinger under a distant star we see Starfinger. Uh, dissatisfactory. Events on Thar are not proceeding on a timely basis, Arranger. Truly regrettable, sir. I'm afraid our program had not included the potential for interference from Legionnaires. Shall I request assistance from operations? Possibly. The Legionnaires are beginning to be a problem. With the Universo captured, my promise to him is no longer binding. Yet the Legionnaires disrupted our first venture on Earth as well. That is 16 incidents on six worlds in the last year, though in many the Legionnaires never realized I was even involved. A ranger. Yes, sir, if I may make a suggestion. 
Intolerable. The situation is intolerable and must end swiftly. Okay, then. Back on Legion Headquarters Earth, mm, so they've flown from the reserve in Africa back to LSH Headquarters, and Dreamy and Starboy are smooching. That's what I've been missing, and Starboy says, Sorry, Nora. And she's like, You don't have to go. Atmos is free and back on Xanthu. You could come back to Earth, to the Legion, to me. Atmos already left Xanthu again. I was only allowed a brief leave from the Tribune for the funeral. I have to go back. Maybe it's better this way anyhow. And he walks away, leaving her alone. Damn, yeah. Meanwhile, here's Sunboy with Laurel Kent. Oh, my. Uh, really? Now, let's remember, a few issues ago, he wanted to go out with Gigi. Yeah. Well, clearly. Well, she's she he's turned him down. On. Yeah. She, she moved on, and so has he now. <laughs> this is going to be funny in a few issues, kids. Uh, no, I no, dream- it's not. Starboy heading back home? I bet Laurel a, star, a Starstone class, but you couldn't hold on to him. I didn't expect you to be sympathetic, Sunboy, but I would have appreciated it. Then again, when I see the company you're keeping, it only makes sense that you'd behave like an adolescent. Damn! Robbing the incubator, are we? And Laurel's like, hm. Just because I attended the Legion Academy doesn't mean I'm still a child, dream girl. I'm older than I look. Oh, she's not kidding. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. And then Dream Girl goes into the tube to go into headquarters. Sorry, dear. Perhaps you are over 12 then. Whoosh. Ram. Ladies. Yeah. Ladies. Please. of milk. <laughs> Please. Um, I can't stand it. I'm going to go soak in a tub until I melt. Um, now we are in the rec room and we see Brainy and Cam and Invisible Kid and Colossal Boy playing Dungeons and Dragons. Hello. Oh, yeah. Here, Invisible Kid, see if you can get out of this dungeon. Interesting choice, Chameleon Boy. You have no pity on a novice, mes amis. Colossal Boy, help me! <laughs> My bad French accent. Dream Girl? She walked right through the game? <laughs> She's not paying attention. How rude. Oh, rude. Hey, Quizlet, there you are. Poop-a-doop, always here, Wildfire. And Dream- Dreamy comes around the corner. No time to talk. Quizlet has things to do, places to be. Bye-bye. <laughs> At least Quizlet's smart enough to know to avoid Dream Girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the mission monitor board, uh, Monel is talking to Shady. No sign of Starfinger himself, of course, Shady, Breep, or even his hired help. Naturally, Monel. He only dirties his hands with the credits he steals at a distance. I wish Polar Boy hadn't stuck me here on board duty. Breep! Uh, alarms buzzing, love. Talk to you later. Um, and Sensor Girl comes in. Shadowless, the four shields. I've got them, Sensor Girl. Don't worry. Did you and Telus see what caused the signal? I picked up Sensor Girl's distress telepathically, Shadowlass, and I felt what is coming, Shadowlass, even though I sense the shields will hold. The danger is grave. Take a drink, Cthulhu! Yay! And there is a beam that is that is attempting to damage Legion Headquarters. Some sort of energy beam from space pounding at us. Wildfire, Sunboy, Lightning Lass, come with me. Right behind you, Jackie. Yeah. Computo, link this panel directly into the control system for the headquarters defenses now. Yes, Brainiac 5. There, Wildfire, use your anti-energy and breach our shields so we can get out. Okay, Princess, but do not argue, Wildfire. There is no time. Right? Kathoom! Take another... Brainy, you hold the shields together. Everybody else form damage control parties. Let's keep the HQ from falling completely apart. Shady, what in the stars happened? I don't know, Element Lad. Sensor Girl seemed to know, but she took off with some of the others. 
She damaged the shields as she left, Element Lad. Since Girl must have had a good reason, Brainiac 5. That's irrelevant. With all that energy pouring onto us, we can't afford the damage. The shields will collapse soon in 3.8 time units, Master. I mean, Reaper. I <laughs> felt like doing K9's voice, sorry. <laughs> Shut up, computer. <laughs> can't wait for her plan to work, then, Brainy. Move it. I have the lift generator's building thrust, Element Lad. Whoosh. And we see that the Legion headquarters is actually movable. Uh -huh. We're up and just barely out of the way. If that beam can be re-aimed quickly, we're finished. It's striking the plaza, Brainy. We're safe. Boom! But let's get a distance cushion on. Okay? Kabloom! Close enough. Yep. Near Earth space. It's as I saw it. A solar amplifier like the one Phantom Girl destroyed. Then this must be Starfire's way of getting back at us. It's enormous! But how can he use so much solar power without melting it? The technology must be fascinating! Maybe, but one anti-energy blast and there'll be a new star in the sky. Won't that be pretty? Wildfire, wait! You wait, princess. Hey, where'd everything go? And apparently she blocked his senses. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, Wildfire, but you must stop. I sense destruction within. Some form of trap that Starfinger has placed within for us. Hey, and that's kind of an interesting thing with Wildfire, because uh, a few issues ago she wouldn't have been able to do that because he didn't actually have senses. They were all readings from... Uh, his suit. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's kind of interesting. Yep. Yeah. Some form of trap that Starfinger has placed for us. Okay, okay, let me just see. Oh, and you see he's having a hard time keeping himself together, not being able to see. Yeah kind of reverts to anti-energy there a little bit. Yeah. Um, Somebody's like, if we can't destroy it from outside, how about letting it destroy itself? I'll add my solar power to the suns, overloading the concentrator, and there she goes! Kaboom! Yep. Under a distant star. Unacceptable! Operations, I want an analysis of this failure and an alternate plan. I will not... What? Bzzzt. And Sensor Girl has taken over the... Uh, Oh, she's controlling the vertical. She's controlling the horizontal. Basically, yeah. I am Sensor Girl, Starfinger, and I know you are listening. No one does this to the Legion. No one. My own equipment betrays me. No, Zap, Crack. Psh, I will not accept this humiliation. He goes full-on supervillain here with yeah. a cape. Fabulous, darling. It's a fabulous cape. And he's like, the Legionnaires must be destroyed. To be continued. Yeah. Yeah. He's all he's all curbly crackly there. Oh, totally, totally. Now that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And there you go. There we go. And hey, on the next page, I'm seeing an 80 series I wish I had read. Oh, well, what is it? Underworld, where out of the ordinary cops deal with out of the ordinary crime. <laughs> it was from Robert Lauren Fleming, who of course we know from uh, Thriller, mm -hmm. with art by Ernie Cologne. Ah. A four issue miniseries. I have never read it. I think. All I've seen of it is that that very ad. Ah, well, cool. Um, also, House Ads for the World of Krypton, which was the uh, tying into when John Byrne did sort of the interlocking series. He did the World of Krypton. He did uh, uh, a Metropolis series, and he did a Smallville series that kind of filled in a lot of the background, um, including some stuff. They basically laid a lot of plot lines that, uh, you know, like the Eradicator came from this. Mm -hmm. uh, from the world of Krypton, uh, you of course uh, we saw a little bit about the background of Lana Lang uh, uh -huh. um, in uh, the Smallville series, as well as a lot of Martha and Jonathan's history. Um, they, they were they were a great set of series that really sort of added to the new mythology. Um, but what is perhaps the coolest thing about um, 
world of Krypton was that it was John Byrne writing it, uh, but it was drawn by Mike Mignola. Ah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. So there we have it. Um, and yeah. and also an ad, a house ad for uh, Doc Savage, as written by Danny O'Neill and drawn by Adam Kubert and Andy Kubert. Ah, the man of bronze. Indeed. Indeed. So there we go. Lots of neat stuff. Indeed. Yeah. I guess we're done. I think I think we are. I think we are. And, uh, and uh, I I think we did all right. Yeah. <laughs> Legion got half an hour about it. Uh, well, okay. Uh, well, you know. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it happens that way. Sometimes that's how it rolls. But that's okay because next week we will continue on with the Starfinger saga, 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 saga. and um, Starfinger. And that one's all Greg LaRoque. I didn't see too many things in this one where it was like, oh, that was definitely Dan Jurgens. But um, ooh, well, because it's it was penciled by Jurgens and uh, LaRoque. Uh, ah, but I didn't see too much. Maybe that first page. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know that there were too many. I, I like I couldn't go through and say, oh, that's definitely a Jurgens page. So he he did a pretty good job at, at keeping in style, and perhaps a lot of that was due to Mike DiCarlo on inking. So, but yeah, so we will continue with um, uh, the Starfinger saga. Uh, saga, 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 and saga. Um, yeah, yeah. So there yeah. we go. Look at us, cool. issue forty-one. Uh-huh. Oh, big things coming up, people. Big oh, things coming God. up. Yeah, we're going to have to do some crisis theater, aren't we? Well, that too, but... We'll get know. you through that as quickly as possible, we promise. Yeah, yeah, I guess we could, you know, after we do the two issues that are coming up, then maybe we do our... Um... No, there's, there's only one issue between here and there. Yeah, I know. So in two weeks, maybe we do, yeah. we do that one and the other one, and then the, the following week we do our summary of the event <laughs> such as it is hey but you know what uh, something to check out is on uh, Al Sedano's podcast which you can find uh, from a link on our website um, I am going to be on an as yet unrecorded episode we had some Skype issues last night but oh god I hate where that. we take on the uh, the end of perhaps the greatest event in comic book history that's right I'm talking about bloodlines Oh dear God! Yeah, we get we we get to do bloodbath. It, it, there's a whole bunch of different podcasts involved in it, uh, including our other friend Mike Mark Sweeney's "I Am the Gun." He uh, he has done an episode as well, I believe, mm. and I'm not sure if his is out yet. But um, anyway, so there is there 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 are a whole bunch of us that are doing this little. Uh, uh, th- you know, it was April Fool's the other day, right? So yeah, but this isn't a joke. This is actually happening. Yeah. So oh no, his is definitely out. Um, and he did the Justice League International Annual Number Four. Mm. Um, I think his character probably had blades for arms or something, because uh, mo- most of them did. Gotcha. Most of them did. Uh, no, his was uh, England's newest champion, Lionheart. Oh, I actually liked Lionheart, but didn't Marvel... Doesn't Marvel have a Lionheart character? I, I have no idea. Okay. Um, but anyway, so uh, check out uh, I'm the Gun, I-M-T-H-E-G-U-N dot blogspot dot C-A. Again, you can follow it from the link on uh, our webpage. 
um, and check out Mark's episode on that. And then you can follow to the uh, to to Al's uh, uh, Adam Warlock podcast. Absolutely no relation to Bloodlines at all, but that's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Because we're gonna we're gonna talk the hell out of it, um, and I'm looking forward to recording that tomorrow or tonight, as you hear this. If you hear this when it first comes out last night, if you hear it the next day, etc., etc., etc. But check it all out. And uh, so that's all I got. That's that's the plugs. Oh, fair enough. You got anything else? Nah, I'm good. Right. I have a, I have a final coming up in two weeks, oh, and then another yeah. final in another two weeks. So <laughs> I have Yeesh. stuff coming up, but not not podcast uh, applicable. Yes, so. plugging your exams does no one any good, right? I, uh, yeah. Me either, actually. It's yeah, just a exactly. reminder that I have crap to do. So there you go. <laughs> so comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail dot com. You join the conversation on our Facebook page, which is Facebook Legion of Substitute Podcasters dot com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and try and stay away from those guys who are trying to take some spinal fluid because there's only bad news with that. Mm. And we will see you all next week. <laughs>